You better stop shifting your mic <laughs> okay. and stuff around. It sounded good. No, no. Quit okay. touching it. <laughs> I never want to quit touching it. I know. All right. My friends, welcome back to the Divine Experience Podcast. Hi. My name is McKenna, and I have my co-host slash guest slash best friend here, Liv, Olivia, Hi. Oliva. Oliva. Or Velma. Or Velma. Oh, yes. Jinkies. Velma. Um, as you can see, we are doing a little bit of a Halloween edition today, and she is Velma, which yeah. is so fitting for her personality because she's very smart and Ravenclaw-y, obviously making Ravenclaw references because <laughs> the way I'm dressed, um, but she is an engineer mind, so I was like, like you were saying earlier, I can't believe I didn't dress as Velma before. And I, I thought, know. Oh, it is so cute. <laughs> it's so cute. I love your like, outfit. And I also dyed my hair, which it's actually hard to yes, tell Yes. Oh, my God. We're my both kind of gingers now. Orange. Yes. Show. Yeah. So, and sorry. it's blending in with my shirt, but so like cute. my under so cute. hair layer is yeah. orange, and I like I'm doing it in temporary dye so I can do like seasonal hair. I love seasonal hair. I'm gonna do it like plum for winter. Oh, that's super cute! That's Ooh, I can't wait to see it. Yeah, we both had a little bit of a hair dyeing moment. We're mm-hmm. both kind of ginger redheads now. Yeah. Um, I did a thing where I so I used to I had pink hair for like a year, and I recently wanted some changes, and I couldn't decide what I wanted. So I did this thing where I like went into an app, and I plugged in all different hair colors with my picture, and it was actually really really great because it allowed me to see like what would work with my skin tone mm-hmm. and like what you know I because I thought I wanted like blue hair it turns out I look really sickly with blue hair which is unfortunate so we're glad we did the thing and mm-hmm. then she took my face and did like 40 hair colors yeah. on me and then the, by the end of that week I was like I have orange hair yes. now <laughs> which remember I had a dream the night before about you having That's orange right. hair yeah it was crazy oh because I texted you I was like I'm dying my hair mm-hmm. and you were like and I read the text I did the little like preview read before mm-hmm. I went to sleep and then I had a dream that night that you had orange it was like orange was like the slightest hint of red yeah and then I woke up and you were like I have orange it's hair it's orange like, how did I know we got the ginger spirit between us I now. I do. I love it so much. We got some ginger telepathy going yes. on. I don't know if it offends gingers whenever not birth gender gingers uh, talk about they, that. So. It's just easy with the hard R, you know? <laughs> it's <kind of> the <laughs> same thing. I was married to one, and that's, he would correct me. <laughs> he said, don't say it with You're the hard You're not R. one, so don't. Hard are it. Well, we're not trying to be anything that we're not. Um, but it is kind of funny. I've noticed that I think uh, ginger and red hair colors are the trend this season. And I actually yeah. think it's because of the TikTok filter. I was just about to bring that yeah. up. Because, yeah, everybody's really been, funny. like, posting with it. Yeah. I d- So let me lead by saying I don't I, – I play with filters, but I don't actually – I don't post anything. Um but I put that filter on, and I was like, that's not my face. I was like, what have they done well, to my it's nose? Face. It's not. I thought they were just going to make my hair red and give me freckles. No, no they went in, style. and they tweaked talked to my nose, and yeah. I was like, I, it's fine. Yeah. Don't touch it. And they make you have, like, blue eyes. Yeah, and then they yeah. messed with my jawline, and I was like, it's also fine. Leave that alone, too. And then I was like, that's not me. Is it pretty? Sure. But she's someone else. Yeah. 
Not me for sure. It's Beauty filters are dangerous. Out. It freaks me out. Yeah, that's yeah. good. I want it to freak you out. I want it to freak everybody out because yeah. it's actually like such an epidemic. The first time I ever used a beauty filter, it was when I first discovered TikTok a few years ago. And I wasn't like on TikTok, but I was just like looking around for right, the first yeah. time. Scrolling. And I, yeah, I was just scrolling She's around. Scrolling. You know? And I, um, I didn't know much about beauty filters because I never really used them before. And I did one and it made me have blue eyes. And obviously it like changed the shape of my nose, my eyes and stuff. Mm-hmm. And I was like in a really bad place with my self image. Mm-hmm. And I swear I was severely depressed for like three months because I thought I was so much prettier with blue eyes. Obviously, it wasn't just the blue eyes. It was no, the whole yeah, thing. They do but, everything to your face. Yeah, but it just like it gutted me. And I had a really hard time with it. So I, I never wanted to use one again. Um, and I think I've done it like you said like we're kind of playing around with it or I'll do like demonized ones when I'm trying to do like a yeah, TikTok yeah. to that but I will not for fun do beauty filters because I think it gives you face dysmorphia yeah it's a real thing yeah my mom recently um like I mean this week I was getting ready for work and I've been like putting together outfits for work I've been having a lot of fun expressing myself with clothes your outfits are so good Thanks. she's the outfit queen this week um I was getting ready for work and I've been getting into like expressing myself like makeup and and clothing and I'm having a lot of fun and uh, my mom came in to like talk to me in the morning me and my mom live on the same property I built a house in their shop it's amazing thanks and it's uh, she so she just like sometimes she'll just after she feeds animals she'll just come over and say hi and so she kind of like leans in my bathroom while I'm getting ready I'm putting on makeup and she was like she was on one that morning. First off, she was on one. On I think what? just on her shit. I think she just wanted to. She's just on a vibe. Yeah, she's on a vibe. There were like three different things she said to me, and I won't go into all of them. But this one in particular, I'll go into because what we're talking about. Oh, that but it, morning. That morning, like speaking of, you know. Anyway, um, so she, she came in, and uh, at first I was wearing jeans, and it was not Friday, and she was like. It is not casual Friday. What are you wearing? I looked cute, by the way. Yeah, you always and I was look like, cute. Whatever. I just like shook it off because I was like, okay, she's in a mood, which is fine. Everyone's allowed to be in a mood. And then uh, she was like, I'm so glad you started wearing makeup. Oh, my God. <laughs> which my mom is like a big cheerleader. She thinks I'm beautiful, all those things. Duh. But she also... <laughs> <laughs> love you mom she also has this thing where like she has a stage mom presence also like i think a lot of moms do yeah she's like you can be the best and i want you to be every day which is oh, fine I like to call that mom syndrome yeah <laughs> it's like a mom's we yes had a mom, we had we sat at a party one time and talked to four other girls or three other girls <gasps> yes and oh my god had, we all had similar relationships or encounters or situations with our moms. That's so true. I forgot about that. Oh, my God. It was so... It was indifferent. It's like like a um, rivalry best friendship. And it's like a living through you, mm, you know. Yeah, vicarious living. And it was weird to be with three... You know, me and three other women who have just wildly different walks of life and, like, different stories, but this theme of moms, like, wanting you to be the best. And, like, and it's interesting because... It's, it's not, not mean. It can be mean. Are you kidding me? But My it's, mom was so mean. But I mean, like, I feel like it's, 
They think it's coming from a good place. I think the intentions are good. Right. They want you to be the best you, but what they think is the best you. Correct. And that's the problem. Right. Yeah. It's different than what we think is Is the best best me. And like, yeah, because sometimes I like, I didn't wear makeup for so long. Um, Over the past like year, I just wasn't wearing a lot of makeup and I just wanted to feel like me and myself and like think I was beautiful without anything and like stuff like that. And, you know, I was like, got to this point where I was like, I, I look good. I can wake up, throw on clothes, and just clean face. I'll moisturize that shit. And I'm like, mm, yes, look at me, energy. look at me. I look so good. Yeah. And then I was, I did a play, and you know, uh, one of my best friends was doing hair and makeup for it, and I was like, ooh, and watching, like, it's so inspiring watching someone just be like, let me just pull out this palette. And create, yeah, and it they was make like art. Uh, incredible. Yeah, and I was like, amazing. "That's fun. I want to do that." And I have like little palettes, and yeah. um, so I started doing that, and like having obviously my hair is orange, so I'm like, "I'm gonna do orange and have fun." Yeah. And um, but yeah, it was just like this interesting moment of being like, I I feel fine the way that I look, but for someone that I love and admire and stuff like that to be like, "I'm so glad you're wearing makeup," but not in like, a, "I'm so glad you're expressing yourself," but. I'm so glad you're reaching your potential with the yeah. products. I'm so glad that's you're glamming like. up every day. And yeah. like that's how you feel comfortable presenting to the world. Yeah, and, and that didn't yeah. feel great. And like I said, it it wasn't coming from an ill-intentioned place. Right. It just, she didn't realize like the way that came off was like, you're not good enough the way you are by itself. And you're like, ow! Yeah, yeah. Ow, my, ow, mom! I love you, you birthed me! how much that's a mom thing? Yes! It's like, you know, we talked about that party just now that we had, and like, literally all, I think think there were four of us, or five of us, I can't remember, there was us two, and then two or three other women. And, um... We all were like wildly different people. Like yeah. one was like a teacher and one was like a hippie nomad, you know, and you're like an engineer minded calculating person. Calculating. <laughs> There's something with numbers. <laughs> to me, I'm just like math. Oh. <laughs> Thank you for doing that for us. <laughs> somebody you're has welcome. to do the math. You're welcome. The it's like, I feel the same way about surgeons. I'm like, Thank God somebody can do that. Thank you. I feel like I'm going to pass I, out. There were four of us. Four of them. It was four. It was yeah. four. Yeah. <laughs> in the party. And the yeah. two were in, yeah, the relationships with the other two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And it was us two. And um, it was just so interesting to hear because, like, I felt like I had such a, like, so much of my childhood and who I am was shaped by my relationship with my mom. Yes. And a lot of, you know, there's light and then very dark sides to mm-hmm. a lot of that. And then, you know, you sharing about your own relationship and stuff. And I've grown up, like, knowing you guys. And yeah. so I feel like so you, I've gotten, you got to like, see and I got inside. to see yours yeah, too. because and we also got to like see who each other's moms were personality wise like outside of interacting with True. each other you know yeah yeah but, but then it wasn't just like this is how my mom is me yeah, me 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 yeah, it was like, like oh see, i also know yeah. her we went to bat with my mom a few times i was like Ooh, i really know her <laughs> she def- they definitely had like some like headbutting moments yeah but when, i mean we, and then we also got along i mean she oh, gave me my sure. first like short short bob oh, yeah, do you remember that yeah that was literally almost 10 years ago and a couple and like yeah and next year it'll be 10 years ago that's crazy um but yeah yeah yeah. so So these these other other, sorry oh my god so many things i know (laughs) i haven't even started the list yet i'm trying to to like stay on topic but this is just the introductory right this is how we do podcasts y'all introductory we're just like we're warming you up and we're like hey 
and our nice little warm you know cozy what it's, sweaters. Yeah, and then the podcast is called something, right? And then you're like, when are we going to get to that? And we're like, oh, yeah. oh, you just, we're going to get to it. We're you just to wait. It. I think, like, my inner audience member is being impatient. She's like, <laughs> to the point. I'm like, this is the Mine's point. not. Mine's like, I love the beginning part. I'm like, that's what too. makes you feel like, I do too. Yeah. these are my friends. Yeah, we are friends. Welcome, yeah. friends. Um, but yeah, okay, cut, point. So, the mom thing. I think it's really interesting. I just had a conversation with one of my male friends a couple days ago, too, about, like, interesting parental, you know, relationships. <laughs> Just a pumpkin. That looks like a very sneaky pumpkin pour. It is. It's just we a LaCroix. Those, <laughs> those who are listening, we brought um, little cute pumpkins today. I got us pumpkins for our um, fall vibes. And yeah. Because I have a little surprise for you. Um, <laughs> that I'm very excited about. But I'll tell you about it in a second when we get to the mom talk. So. <laughs> Speaking of mom, God, I'm all over the place it's right okay. now. I, it's the caffeine. I've had a little bit earlier today. Um, I I have not had the balls to read Jeanette McCurdy's book yet. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know, I've been, I've been waiting for it for a long time. Um, I feel like I should read that. You mean, I like, feel head, like everyone let me just should read it, read <laughs> Yeah, yeah, if you, you want. want. I, I mean, I think it's definitely going to touch on t- tough topics. Um, uh, Jeanette McCurdy recently released a book called I'm Glad My Mom Died. And she talks a lot about her journey and her relationship with her mom and how that molded her as an adult and a lot of the struggles that she's faced and things that she's learned through that and her perception changed through that and stuff. And um, I kind of discovered it by accident about a year ago. She did uh, an interview with... Um, Peterson, Jordan Peterson's mm-hmm. daughter. What is her name? She's very well spoken. I feel terrible. I've only heard a couple of her podcasts, but it was awesome. And she interviewed Jeanette McCurdy. And I just had it on one day when I was editing. Yeah. And I was crying by the end of it because I was like, this is so similar. I've never heard. Yeah. I've never heard anyone talk about an upbringing that was so similar to mine. And um, it really resonated with me. So I pre-ordered her book and it came out and I ordered it and I was like, look at me, I'm gonna be so healthy. I'm gonna read this book and do some inner work. And I literally opened it and I read the first sentence and I closed it because I just couldn't deal. Nope. And then I was like, okay, I'll just put it down for a little bit, let it like yeah. settle. And so I think the next day I opened it again to another random page and it was just so intense and close to home that I closed it again and I mm-hmm. haven't been able to read it and yeah. I feel like almost a sense of failure for that because I'm like interesting I know it's really weird but I feel that about everything <laughs> that's true because it's like it, you know it's interesting that you say like you feel a sense of failure because you can't read this particular book because no one's asked you to read it no it's always comes from me yeah the sense of failure. yeah like nobody yeah. nobody and even you it's like why do you do you feel like no, because I'm just the type of person that when I think I need to do something, I literally make it, no matter what it is, yeah. I make it a thing. And it's like, I have to do this thing. Yeah. And like, I, everyone's going to be so, so disappointed in me. I just went through all of that with the scuba stuff, which I really want to yeah. talk about. Um, but yeah, it's interesting, that kind of pressure that I put on myself. And I think a lot of that comes from my mom. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and a lot of it comes from this kind of hyper-religious controlling upbringing I've had mm-hmm. where... And I, I'm sure I'll talk about this a lot because it's a big theme in my life for a yeah. lot of different areas. But this idea that, like, I'm unworthy and unlovable unless I impress this, first of all, this masculine energy. Mm-hmm. Um, but also my mom, because my my mom was very much the God complex of my household and of my life. And I didn't even realize that till recently that that was a thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but she kind of 
you know, there there was a lot of just like wanting my parents were almost like acting as God and wanted me to, you know, seek that same approval and feel that same unworthiness. Mm -hmm. And so it, it's developed into this very intense pressure to not just be perfect, but to also if I, if I do something and I don't do it perfect or if I think I'm going to do something and don't do it or even if I didn't think I was going to, whatever I'm not doing, I, I'm just the worst. Like, because yeah, yeah. I'm not doing whatever. Like, I could be like, oh, there's professional women's basketball players out there and then I just spiral into the self-loathing because I'm like, God, I, I can't play basketball. Yeah, it's hor It's everything. It's yeah. horrible. And um, someone recently told me they're, and they're someone who's very successful and they were like, listen, I'm not the best at anything. And he was yeah. like, I'm literally, there's nothing I'm the best at. Mm -hmm. And he was like, you're the best at a lot of things, but you can't be the best at everything. That's impossible. No. But I have this pressure on myself yeah. because of the, the way my mom the need me. to be yeah the yeah. best and I, yeah. yeah i i get i get part of that um that having that pressure from a mom and, and parents to like especially my mom being that stage mom energy and like you you need to be the best and like i'm gonna push you and i'm gonna push you and you're not gonna quit and like i feel a slight bit of pressure on my own self to finish absolutely everything I start right yeah. like so you like to close tabs I like to close tabs yeah and but part of that is also like my mom is like you do not quit we don't quit mm. you did a thing you said you're <gasps> oh, gonna do it you're gonna do it so you feel, I think I resonate with that because I think that's what it feels like is when I don't do something even if it was a shadow of a thought then I feel right. like a quitter which makes me feel like a loser uh-huh which makes me go yeah. into a self-loathing spiral that's exactly yeah that's what where mine comes fuck? from too yeah that's fucked yeah, it's super fun. And okay. it's not necessary. You, you can yeah. quit anything at any time for any reason. We have this it's amazing. joke. I, I, we probably mentioned it before. I'm not sure. <laughs> where we'll be like, guess what? You're not married to it. And, and even, even if, if you, you were. Because <laughs> we both were married and divorced at young ages. Yeah. And in pretty sh like decently short time periods because we realized that we thought we were stuck in something and then realized yeah. that we don't have to be if it's not right for us. So anything that you feel like is not right for you you can leave and you're not a quitter. And I think that that's something that we yeah. need to hear and everybody else needs to hear. And there's well. also like so much negativity with like, you're a quitter. And it's like, there's also power in quitting. And yeah, there's like, for sure. There's a lot of, you got to take all the flack for the decision to quit. And you're the quitter and you're the one who decided it's over or whatever, you know, in a relationship or mm -hmm. in not wanting to do something or saying no to a plan like little things saying no to a plan saying no to what it does whatever it is it's you not just quitting it's boundaries it's boundaries yeah right and people like to use oh you're gonna quit it's like no 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 no. that's manipulation i think yeah yeah absolutely yeah. but like that's that's our culture it's like don't Ugh. be a quitter yeah. and it's like um you don't pay me enough i'm right. not gonna put up with this i'm not quitting I'm fucking leaving though. Yeah. <laughs> Bye. I'm fucking out though. Yeah. Bye. <laughs> don't like don't be a quitter. It's like I hate, it's some no. bullshit for sure. That. And I think that, you know, as we all grow older, we need to there's a lot that 
our parents kind of instilled in us and, and that being one of them, that negative voice in your head that tells you that you're not enough. And not all parents. We're not just like dogging no, all parents. But yeah. I mean, everybody. Because I also, you know, we, I love my parents. Yeah, I love my parents too. Like we have like, everything yeah. has good and bad. Like nothing Speaking is. Speaking of boundaries and balance. Yes. yes. You know. <laughs> I love my parents when I establish boundaries mm-hmm. and then we're all able to have really healthy yeah. relationships. Just like um, I'm sure my mom loves me when she establishes I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody needs boundaries in their life. Yeah. Um, so, okay. So speaking of that, we have a lot to talk about today and I'm very excited yeah. about the stuff we're going to get into yeah, because it's a good it's segue. All... Yeah. yeah, I guess so. Thanks. <laughs> Just my little segue moves over here. Yeah, little segue um, moves. But I feel like um, some of this stuff is like, they're heavy topics, but I don't think they're going to be heavy because we're going to be able to kind of talk them out. Yeah. And while we're talking them out, we're going to paint pumpkins. <gasps> <laughs> so I got, so I got us some pumpkins and some paint. Um, hold on. I'm so excited. And I need to get us, I need I to get us set up a little bit. But yeah, I thought it would be fun for us to paint pumpkins since it's Halloween-ish it's time. spooky season. Yeah. And um, what we're going to talk about while we're being spooky is things that scare us, mm-hmm. um, but not paranormal th- I mean you can if you if want that's your thing um, yeah. yeah but that's not true. necessarily the kind of Halloween things you're thinking I'm talking things like imposter syndrome and failure and taxes and <laughs> <laughs> commitment and you know normal adult things that scare us that we deal with every day um, so why don't you start while I set us up with some paint take it away something that you've faced lately let's start with this let's start with something that scares you but that you've done uh-huh. And that you follow through with, even though you were scared. Has yes. there been anything yes. in particular you can think mm-hmm. of that that you want to so share? So I've had an interesting, um, like a shift in thought, is what I'd call it. Um, I am, as everyone who knows me knows, a planner. I want things planned. Oh my god, this looks so fun. <laughs> I want things planned. Y'all, y'all who are not watching and you're listening, she's just pulling out jar upon jar, <laughs> mason jars. We're gonna do, though. Sixteen. No we're gonna struggle. Uh, Sixteen ounce mason jars full of paint. This this looks super witchy and fun. I'm excited. Um, so you know, I like to have a plan, and not only like, I feel like I needed one, and I. I think that comes from feeling a sense of instability uh, growing up, you know, in my household. For sure. Yeah. And um, so I wanted to create that for myself. I was like, if I don't feel like I have it, I'm going to make stability. I, and if I have a plan that, I mean, I'm going to build the bridge. I'm going to build a foundation. I'm going to do, which means I felt like I needed to know everything I was going to do. I needed to know everything was going to happen. I need plans. I need, and if it's, I don't want I don't want your spontaneity. I don't want your shit. I don't want things to not work out the way that I think they're supposed to work out. Yeah. And um my life in the past 2 years has been like hey um nothing you have planned is going to work out. <laughs> it was kind of like life was like hey we let you do that for long enough. Um I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> Speaking okay, so of nothing working out. I don't know. Yeah. It's speaking, a lot of... Speaking of planning, I... The I, only I, color you get is red, which blood, is fine. It's blood. just blood. Okay, so... We also don't have anything to paint on except our non-reusable... What? We need, like, something. Oh, yeah. Like well, a I have base. paper towels right here. I'm just going to watch Do you I struggle for a minute. That? 
I speaking of planning, um, I did not. Speaking of, but look at me, just letting it happen. It's good. <laughs> this is growth. It's growth. I was like, I don't want your spontaneity. And she's like, you... I have paint, and we're gonna do it right now, unplanned. But look know, at me. I know you don't really like surprises, and I surprised you. I'm but okay. We're but talking, look at we're doing things that scare but us today. But <laughs> look at this growth. I'm excited. I don't care. And that is, like, I feel like I've really leaned into that in this yeah, past like absolutely. year really i've noticed a huge huge um significance in in you being more comfortable with like go with the flow last minute yeah hey do you want to do that and, and i'm like ah, yeah actually like yeah cool you know and um i i getting better i'm not perfect uh by by any stretch of the imagination you are perfect oh sometimes never <laughs> quite enough i don't know that alanis set. <gasps> my mom used to sing it to us when you're flawless then you'll win my love oh that's beautiful don't forget don't to win first place don't that's... forget to keep that smile on your face. <laughs> this divine experience karaoke. Be a good girl. Oh, my favorite. I should know this song. Try a little harder. Oh, my God. This song. You have to know this. Your mom actually <laughs> ghost wrote this song. Gave it to Alanis Morissette. She convinced a Canadian to sing this song. <laughs> I wouldn't put it past her. Yeah. Really and, quick. Uh, yeah. Sorry, what are we going to do? This is a mess right now. Which colors do you want to paint with? Because we only have room for certain ones. Interesting. Which, which ones are you going to know? Or should we just go with what all What color do you want to be? I have no idea what I'm painting. So I'm not asking you. I'm asking the pumpkin. Oh, sorry. <laughs> it's like, I don't know. Give me yellow. Yellow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Should I pour it in here for us to share? Or should I just hand it to you? Do you also want yellow? I think here's what we do. We open them. <laughs> we dip them in. Let me get placemats. This okay. is a little bit of a yeah. mess. Yeah. I'm going to get placemats. Okay. And then we're just going to paint all the jars. And then we'll just swap jars. Yeah. Is that a We're just going to dip it right in the jar. Okay, we're just like going to dip it. Okay. Look at me. Yes. Just leaning into Ooh, the... I love ah, there's no middle. <laughs> I love the lack of planning here. <laughs> okay. You keep talking about Note how to you self, like build to build a middle... Just build a table. Note to self, Olivia, build a table. <laughs> Leaning into the spontaneity. Yeah, can we do that? Actually? I can. I'll build I us a table. I have one, but I think it's too tall. It's too tall. I'll build us a table. Okay, okay. You talk about lack of planning. Lack of planning. Um. Yeah. So I've just kind of leaned into. Oh, oh god. Okay, everything's fine. <laughs> Falling apart. Um. Yeah. Just. I'm all alone. <laughs> Yeah, but I just kind of leaned into not knowing what's going to happen and letting letting the world kind of uh, fall around me. I found myself asking the universe or the powers that be, um, you know, I I don't, nothing that I thought was the thing is the thing. No, none of my plans are working. You know, and the universe always laughs at our plans. And um, and so I was like, look, I, this isn't it. I'm so unhappy. I Something's got to give. And I, I don't know what all is wrong here. But I just need... We all want to build a life on a strong foundation. And I was like, just start... I built this house. This metaphorical house. I was like, just shake the house. And whatever falls, falls. I want I want everything that's not solid and that's not real and it's not making me happy and bringing me joy and doing the right thing 
to fall out of my life. And things shook. Things shook so hard. And, uh, you know, at the same time, really beautiful things happened too. You know, um, this one, not going to cry. Um, you know, this one came back into my life. Like when I was asking for that, when I was like, I don't know, I'm so unhappy. I don't, I don't know what to do. The universe was like, how about you get your best friend back in your life? You know? And like from the moment we got back together, my life started shaking in both the scariest and the best way. And I left my marriage and I sold my house and I moved back in with my parents at, you know, 29 years old at the time. And I was like, what's happening? But I was like, you know what? I asked for this. I asked for the shaking and everything's falling away. And I'm just going to, I'm going to let it. Um, a friend of mine uh, gave me a book at the time. He sent it to me and it was uh, Pema Chodron and it's called um, When Things Fall Apart. And it's uh, heart, yeah, heart advice for when things fall apart. I think that's correct. But it was just a really beautiful book. And it talks about um, groundlessness and, like, just letting, <laughs> just take it, don't take it. Um, talking about groundlessness and just, like, you will be more at peace the more you let go. And I had such a habit of holding on to things so tightly. Yeah. And my way Y'all, as much as I'd like to be like, I'm not, I wasn't like a two kids and a picket fence and a dog person. I was. I so was. All these tattoos and that's the that's dream. That's okay, though. Yeah, and it was that. okay, yeah. And I, but I was like, a little like we were talking about earlier, I was so close and banging on that door that wasn't going to open that I didn't realize I needed to step back. And maybe that door is still for me at some point, but like I was banging on it so hard, not realizing five other doors were open and that I had to go tour this freaking house before I was able to go through that one maybe you know and like that's what I need to lean into and like that it was so scary but the less you resist yeah the, like quicker you go through your lessons I feel like yes and the more you level the up less painful it is agreed we, yeah like, inflict so much pain on ourselves by resisting I do it constantly yes constantly. you're like man man I'll like talk to you on the phone and you'll be like well, you know that thing that I was just like hyper focused on and upset about and freaked out about. I finally just asked questions about it and like let it whatever happen. I just let it go and yeah. turns out no big deal. Yeah, <laughs> you're just like, oh, I wish I didn't spend all that energy on it. And I feel like that's a recurring theme. Is like I do that often. I wish I didn't spend so much energy on that. I can think, oh my god, you know how much energy. That's why people age, y'all. We're just worried about. <laughs> That oh, we can't sure. change. That's what I'm saying. Like, people don't understand that stress is such a huge factor in why we feel the way that we do. Absolutely. And so much of stress just has to do with worrying. And I've always been a natural worrier. I think it was kind of programmed into me. Yeah. Um, and I think a lot of our society is like that. Do you want other colors or only yellow? Because I'm going to start here and just see uh, where the painting? universe takes I me. Don't, I no. don't even think I want red. I think I want blue. Yeah. Get after it. I'm just gonna I'm gonna figure out what happens with this guy. Should I put this right here? Is that not a good idea? That's a fine idea. It is? Yeah. It's a finite idea. It ends here. <laughs> but stops here. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm big time. Well, I am excited for you and your um your journey of like yeah. going through it's like letting shit happen. Yeah. And it's been so, y'all, it's been okay, it's this interesting thing of I'm letting things happen. 
I'm also, though, listening to my gut. And I'm not ignoring things because of this plan that I have in my head. Like, recently, uh, I met this guy while I was out with some friends axe throwing. And I was like, well, he's funny. He's cool. Like, maybe this is interesting. Uh, and, you know, not, like, putting too much on it. But then we had this phone call. And I was like, old me would have been like, he takes enough boxes. I'll just ignore the things that are hit too close to home and that are, remind me of my ex. And I'll just, you know... Because maybe I would always try to make every person the person, yes. you know? Yeah. Oh, my God. I just watched a Shia LaBeouf interview today, which was, like, his first, like, good guy interview. Like, he's, like, gone through this whole transformation yeah. and stuff like that where, you know, he's, like, he's going through a lot of self-changes. And he just talked about um, how he made every woman the one. Yeah. And I, I don't know if this is your case. This is what happened for me for sure. But he was, like... Uh, I was like that because I was so insecure in myself that every, I thought every person had to be the one because I was like, well, there's not going to be another one. Right. So, like, oh, man. One, yeah. You know? I'll just make this one the one. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And the reality is, is like, you're the one. Like, yourself. Yes. I'm the yes. one. I am the one. We're the one. Y'all, I've been retraining my mother uh, because she she is uh, a a person who really like pushes forward this idea of like, well, you you need to find the one and like, mm -hmm. there's a man out there for you or like upper, like whatever. Um, and, uh, I've really like been on it about, because it's important to me that I start removing that type of talk out of mm -hmm. my life. Um, that like, uh, that script, mm -hmm. that makes sense. Um, yeah like removing that script from my life in a big part and I love and respect my mom so much so everything she says is really important to me and I have to make sure that I'm not hearing that all the time from her so every time she says like well you know you'll find the one and I'm like I am the one it makes you feel like you have to fix something about yourself like the one is gonna fix us don't come along us. when you don't suck so much yeah <laughs> no worries out there hunt harder do you get that at family stuff because my dad like i'll walk in somewhere and the first thing will be like is you better get that baby factory running and i'm like <laughs> i know that was my exact reaction <laughs> while we were looking at someone else's baby and i was like why does my life have to equate to theirs? Like, you know what yeah. I mean? Like, why is everyone trying to all make us all live the same story? Yes. Like, our, our stories evolve and unfold at different times and in different ways. And, yeah. like, sometimes there's not a one. Sometimes there's many ones. Mm -hmm. Sometimes, like, yeah. you're always the one, but then there's other characters in your life, which is how it should be. Right. And, um, uh, by the way, there's stickers here with skulls on them. Oh, that's so and there's cute. stencils for if you want to do, like, words. Okay. So, just FYI. Well, um, but yeah, it, it's I I really appreciate that we can talk about that because I feel like I've also have had that mentality. You know, I think a lot of us have in in our society. Um, what do you think? I don't know. Oh, I thought it looked like a sun. Here comes the sun. <laughs> <laughs> what am I see you today? I don't know. I, I like to, it. I love the single. Um, so I don't know. I think it's a, I think it's good that we're kind of helping each other as well as helping other people you know break that stigma of like yeah oh, there has to be a one person and then make this this person that's not it fit into all these boxes because you feel like they have to yeah you know what I mean? or you have to yeah and like you no the thought is gone i don't i just you also want to be 
you just also be like aware always listen to yourself but also just be aware that like don't let that idea also be used against you yes does that make sense yes am i being very vague no <laughs> i'm being slightly vague for a reason but because it happened to me recently oh yeah on that date thing it was somebody that i already knew <laughs> Oh. Yeah, and I was like, I feel like this train of thought is trying to be, like, it's what I believe, but I'm, like, well, they, not fully in that way. They were using it in a manipulative way, I felt like. Yeah. It just didn't feel right, and I listened to my gut. Yes. And um, I didn't do the... F I'm not afraid of conversation, but does this ever happen to y'all where you, like... You realize something and you need to respond. You don't have to respond to it, but like you feel like you should, but then you let it go for too long and you're like, they haven't hit me back. So I'm just going to let that go. Yes. And I'm, I know that's <laughs> is it technically ghosting. Sure. Um, but it's spooky it's season. <laughs> no time is, like the present. It is spooky season. Yeah. Sometimes disappearing is what's best for you. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, and like, I think every situation is going to be different. Yeah. And know? I mean, I've I've protected myself in that way of like disappearing and falling off the map because I know um, I've ended certain relationships being like, I, 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 would, I have to do it this way because if I don't, they'll talk me back into it. Yeah. And I cannot, oh, yeah. like, because they've done it before. And yeah. I was like, I can't be in the same room with that person when this happens. This looks like I'm just putting ketchup and mustard on this. <laughs> it looks like dinner. Delicious. Well, we forgot to order dinner, so. We have. We... Oh, I know what I'm doing. Tie-dye, y'all. It's going to be tie-dye. Oh, tie-dye. Yeah. That's fancy. Yeah. I like it. Ear. Mm -hmm. What do you need? What colors? Uh, I also have white over here. Uh, maybe green. Here you go. I did some some interesting stuff that scared me recently. Um, as you know, I was paralyzed from the neck down for a, most of this year, which was so insane. I mean, y'all, like, in March? No. It February. happened at the very beginning of February. So Feb in February. But I was in bed for a month before that from the tooth thing. Yeah. That I and I what I suspect is that I had like a major nervous breakdown during that surgery and that's what and like it totally like ruined your off. system. Yeah. 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 But um yeah, I was like, paralyzed from the neck down. Like I she she had to have other people wash her hair. Like I washed her hair, shaved her legs. Yeah, like, you shaved my legs. She had another friend like had to come by and like yes. literally do anything yeah, i mean she had to do anything my pillows and yeah. um wheel me to the bathroom and um bring like water open my water open water bottles, bottles. i couldn't open water bottles yeah. for a really long time it was um the oh. most physical pain i've ever been in my life every muscle from here down hurt so bad and was completely weak and lost all of its strength and um, I had made it a goal when I started physical therapy. Um, I had some friends that were getting really into scuba diving. And I was like, oh, my God, that sounds terrifying. I'll do it. <laughs> this lady, y'all, will be like, she can't move. And she's like, literally, you know what I want to do? I'm like, what? She's like, scuba dive. And I'm like, you're paralyzed. <laughs> She's, She's like, like, I won't try getting me to where you can text first. Yeah, I'm like, I like, I like the spirit. Don't get me wrong, but like, 
Because I know I know how she can be with like feeling like a failure if she doesn't reach a goal. And I was like a little worried. I was like, but like aim for that. But if you don't make it to that particular trip, there could be another trip, right? And that was my. No, no. I, I wanted it to be by September. Yeah. And um, mm-hmm. because I had a trip I was going on in October that I really wanted to be able to scuba dive for. So I was in like super crunch time. Um, and even my physical therapist was like, I can't make any promises, but like, yeah. we'll try. Yeah. And so I was super determined so much so that I even like had my little animal crossing. Cause I started playing animal crossing mm-hmm. once I could get my thumbs working again. Um, Therapy. I had, yeah. <laughs> I had her scuba diving. She can scuba dive in the game. So she wears scuba gear. She's been in it all year. She has all these outfits and she doesn't change. She, she only doesn't wears change. scuba she outfits so that I can manifest that for myself. Um, but I I was really determined to get there, and um, I worked so hard at it for months and months. Again, shout out to Rebalance Physical Therapy. Milo's the best. He totally helped me get my body back so that I could get strong enough. Um, and in the nick of time, like literally the nick of time, I was able to get just strong enough through all of this training, and I had gotten a gym membership so I could get in mm-hmm. the pool um, and just trying so hard to get there. And I finally got to where I could scuba dive. And um, didn't you? You called me at one point, and you were like, "Olivia, it's so heavy." The like scuba thing that you had to pick up. Oh and yeah. And you were like, "I didn't." Know. There, there was no way. I did not think. I, okay, so I thought I can scuba dive, but only if someone helps me get the tank into the water. Right. Because hey, I was like, "There's no know. way I'm gonna be able to lift this tank." And I went to a friend's house and I used their gear. And oh no, was that my phone? We're turning that off. Um, I went to uh, my friend's house and I used their gear and I couldn't lift the tank. I couldn't budget. Right. It was it impossible. Was the trip, yeah. And so I was like, okay, well, what if they don't pass me because I can't carry? I love your tie dye pumpkin. I haven't even started mine because my ADD is like, I can't paint a pumpkin at the same time and talk. Um, <laughs> like, good plan. No thanks. <laughs> I just thought it would be fun, but my brain is like, we don't function that way. Um, So, uh, yeah, I was like, maybe if the the scuba diver, if they'll still pass me, even though I can't lift my tank, that'd be great. But if not, I don't know. And um, basically, I had this really huge whirlwind where, like, I went somewhere to go scuba dive, went to Grand Cayman to go scuba dive. And um, as soon as I got there, there was a hurricane happening, so they canceled everything. So I was like, I've worked my butt off this year. Like, I'm not letting a hurricane get in my way. So I ended up going to a different island, um, and I had a totally different scuba instructor who was his he's awesome his name is carl but he's very intense with like well he's it's funny i guess he's not intense he's super calm but yeah. he's just like really serious serious yeah. about his business and good. yeah and he really go for it i'm clearly not using it it's okay <laughs> um so when i started working with him i realized that i was gonna have to carry the tank like i knew i was gonna have yeah. he wasn't gonna pass me if i didn't so um i did it and i was like I mama can't. didn't raise no bitch <laughs> definitely not that's, <laughs> that's very true that's, that's probably what goes so to my head every time i think i'm gonna fail i go mama didn't raise, raise no bitch. bitch um so yeah so i carried the tank which i didn't even think was possible it was so hard um but i was able to do it and then i got in the water and i started training and i was like holy shit this is so scary <laughs> i didn't even think about she, she was like i just want to physically do it she didn't think about like I'm going to be in the ocean with stuff. I literally was like... 30 feet down with no air. Real air. Fake air. And I have like debilitating anxiety, you guys. And I've been working on it for a long time. And I've been meditating all year. Mm -hmm. Um, But I didn't realize how terrifying 
thing scuba diving is. And so as soon as we started, I was like, this is really serious. Like, I'm going to have to really overcome so much more than just my physical strength. I'm going to have to yeah. overcome, like, my fears and this this like, voice in my head telling me that I can't do this the whole time. Crazy. Yeah, it was crazy. Well, it, it, it was amazing once I did it. it well, yeah. At the time. <laughs> I mean, seeing everything when you're down there feels amazing. Yeah. But that was probably the problem was the first day was I couldn't see. Right, um, so bad that, gear. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Gear is like a massive, massive thing when it mm-hmm. comes to scuba diving. You got to have gear that works for you. And I'm still kind of figuring out um, all the right supplies and, and equipment and things like that that work for me. Um, but it was really interesting because, like, I I had such a horrible first day um, getting it all done that I I didn't think the second day when I went back for my second day of training that I was going to be able to do it. And I was just like, oh, my gosh, I don't mm-hmm. know if I'm capable. I was terrified. And then my dive partner was like, well, do you want to give up? And when he said that, everything in me was like, <laughs> Clicked no. <in>. no. <laughs> yeah. Wrong fucking answer, What'd you buddy. say to me? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> give me the tank. Give me the goggles. <laughs> I just like lift the tank over my head like a car. <laughs> just ran towards the beach. They were like, we're going to drive. I don't know. Uh, what? Funny story was after I got scuba certified, which I was so proud of, yeah. I did it. And it was great. Um, Amazing. We went to another beach later. And I just like ran straight into the ocean because I was like, I'm a fucking scuba diver forgetting that the ocean is like really strong and it yeah. just knocked me on my ass and almost pulled me back out into the current and I like full on had sand in my swimsuit and was like coughing and crawling back on the sand and I was like need too equipment s- too <laughs> s- <laughs> can't go in without equipment I got way too ballsy you're like oh wait hold yeah. on just kidding um, <laughs> it was a lot so so I ended up getting certified which is amazing and I went on my first dive which was so cool my first non-training dive she sent me a video she's like uh scuba dived i'm certified she's a picture of her little car and i'm like ah so excited <laughs> she sends me a video and her like little mermaid hair is just like flowing it's all red right and she's flowing she's like waving and out from the deep there's a shark she's not in a cage just a shark there were no cages. and she's like Was that the first one you saw? No. Oh, thank God. I didn't know it was there. And I, well, because I kept seeing my dive partner pointing. I I, I don't know how to communicate underwater yet, other than like the regular hands. They're like, baby. I was like, what is it? And I looked and I looked back and I was like, oh, shit. He's right there. That was the closest I've been to one yet. Um, But then they end up getting way closer after that. And I'm going to be honest, I was so scared of feeling like I couldn't breathe. I was, I didn't like, actually whatever. feel anything about the sharks. Yeah. And part of it was also because I didn't really have time to, because they didn't mention that there would be sharks until like right before we were going in. And I was like, how you handle sharks? Yeah. Best way to handle sharks. Just don't. Just don't know about Don't them. have a plan. Yeah. That's, that's the, that's the way to handle everything. It is full circle. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> yeah, so it's interesting. Um, so I Sorry. love scuba diving, I, but okay. So next thing that we should talk about that scares us, um, which kind of goes hand in hand with this, is imposter syndrome. Ah. Because as soon as I got done scuba diving, I had the best experience. I I scuba dived with like almost twenty sharks, like they were everywhere, and I explored three shipwrecks, and I did all the stuff I didn't think I would do. I went eighty feet. It was insane. Um, and then as soon as I came out. Instead of having this triumphant feeling that I did the thing that all year I'd been working so hard towards and envisioning, I felt this intense failure feeling Uh and this instant, like, 
well, I wasn't good enough at it, and I didn't do a good job. It didn't and feel I'm like a, a natural. natural. Yeah. <laughs> natural at breathing underwater. <laughs> she sent me a voice note of it, her feelings on it, and I was like... <laughs> and you sent me the most supportive voicemail, voice note, voice whatever, yeah. back, and I listened to it like three times because it made me so happy. It made me cry. Thank you so well, much. Well, I was like... Hold up. <laughs> Get on this girl right now. Because I knew what you're doing. I was like, she is forgetting. She's forgetting the entire journey. Yeah. She's for, like, she's on the other side, like, all right, which sometimes, maybe this is it. Ow, alarm. Sometimes when you level up, mm-hmm. you forget about the other levels. <gasps> I just got chills. That happens to me every time I do yeah. anything. You I just forget. forget. You're like, poof, and I you come out like of the tube and you're soul. like, all right, we're in the volcano level, and you just <laughs> forgot the scuba level and all of the other shit yeah. that you've gone through. You know, we we do that all the time, and yeah, you just, I, you know what I find so interesting. Um, I told you I was talking on that date call and um, getting to know some guy, and um, an interesting thing was happening where I was talking, and we got a little like barely touched on like my childhood and like my life and just the my recent life and things that had happened and he was like man that makes you so much more interesting like you've you've like sh- struggled through some stuff and i was like what that makes you more interesting yeah thanks appreciate it uh awesome you'd be so boring if you didn't have trauma <laughs> it's true um who is this psychic B- blank slate <laughs> um but yeah it was just interesting because i was it but it made me like after i got on the phone i was like um i thought multiple things i was like i don't want to be a novelty to someone yeah. and then i was also like but i have i have been through some shit and not that so many other people haven't but like i was like oh wait i I forgot like I forgot I even had to stop myself when I was talking about it I was like oh shoot I'm just flippantly kind of saying some stuff let me like double check do you have any recent trauma that this might conjure up because this is traumatic like this is fucked up and like this stuff is horrible and hard and like not everybody has gone through it yet and um yeah it was just this interesting thing to go oh I have all of these levels behind me yeah I like I'm so far in this game. Yes, yes, so far in this yes. Game. You're on level thirty right I now. I have so many coins. And every level has like all these micro levels. Yeah, you know what I mean? Because I feel like it, it's even. <laughs> I'm on level thirty. I just I don't know why I let that I almost let that blow past. I love that. <laughs> you're on level thirty, but you're really on level like thirty thousand. Because I feel like within each year and each season of our lives, yeah, you have like, many missions, yes, and then so you have many, big bosses. So many, many missions. Many, so many, many missions. Yeah, and there's like the big boss, and there's like the final boss of each level. Yeah, yeah. I'm so proud of you. I'm so proud of us, yes. us, and I'm proud of you. Proud of you too. Everybody's awesome out here. Um, yeah, it's it's interesting that you said that because I think I think that is the thing is that I, I'm so guilty of that of doing like forgetting our levels and and where we've come from and and I started doing this thing. I haven't been very good at upkeeping, but it's where I have a jar, and every time I accomplish something awesome, I like yeah, write it down and put it in the jar. Sure. Yeah, and I try to your victory jar. Yeah, the victory jar. I like it. Um, and I need to be better about that. I've been kind of lazy. I have to put my scuba diving in there for sure because I I have yeah. it in that. I keep looking down. I feel like 
I feel like it looks like a vomit period when I keep looking at this thing. It's also kind of a hey, heart. No, it's see, not. is it a heart or is it a butt? <laughs> we had a whole conversation about that earlier. Oh, yeah. That'll probably be little snippets later. <laughs> it's both. It's both things. There's a reason people love butts. Yeah. Because they're shaped like hearts, and hearts are for love. Uh, anyway. Um, <laughs> Can I have my tea? Yes. I'm I keep excited. almost <laughs> dipping my brush in it no. as a water cup. It's safe, though. I really love my tea because if you haven't noticed, I'm dressed as Ron Weasley. Ron Weasley. People would probably argue that I'm dressed as Jenny, but no, I'm dressed as Ron. Mm-hmm. Hand-me-down robe, something it. else. Must be a Weasley. This red hair and a hand-me-down robe. You must be a Weasley. <laughs> yes, and I'm drinking out of my Honeydukes, Honeydukes mug because I just um, went to the parks. The red hair, Ron Weasley um, at the Harry Potter Park slash Ariel scuba diving mermaid moment was, I think, an accident and also my inner child kind of accidentally making that happen because I realized I dyed my hair red right before I went into mermaid mode and then I was also going to the Harry Potter parks and I was like wait I have a Gryffindor costume I can be Ron which is very exciting and my cat is named after a Weasley but he's actually named after Fred and George Weasley he's named after two Weasleys which interesting that you have a Gryffindor outfit but you're a Hufflepuff Mostly, right? There, I am. There's a little bit of a story on that. Um, When I was in high school and Pottermore came out, I did the quiz and I tested Hufflepuff, and I was like, "No, that's not me. I'm a main character. I'm Gryffindor." (laughs) And so I like hid it from the world and I bought Gryffindor gear because that's that's like it was in those years that merch started coming out more and more. And then um, as I got older, I reread the series all the time. Yeah. And I've read it like 21 or 22 times or something in my life. It's been a, a lot of times. <laughs> and I discover something new every time I read it, which is really cool. That's awesome. Um, but I started really identifying with Hufflepuffs more as I started to recognize, as like I grew in my maturity, like what makes a Hufflepuff a Hufflepuff. It's loyalty yeah. and it's, yeah. it's caring about doing the right thing and justice, you know, and, and really being there for people. And as I got older, I was like, oh, Hufflepuffs aren't the other house or the stupid house. Because yeah. I think when you're young, you're like, Slytherin bad, Ravenclaw smart, Gryffindor dorks, <laughs> potato. Like, potato. Hoo-ha, <laughs> 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 potatoes. Puff, puff, potato. <laughs> oh, my God. I saw the funniest thing that was like, if Gryffindor common rooms had Wi-Fi passwords and the Hufflepuff username was puff, puff, and then the password was pass. <laughs> It's like, that's, that's so cute. Um, so, yeah, so I, I started identifying more with Hufflepuff, and then I, te- I took the test again when I was 21, and I tested Gryffindor. And I was like, wait, wait a second. <laughs> but I really identify with Hufflepuff. I, d- I definitely think that that's my house. Um, but I do have Gryffindor gear. Yeah. I actually own all of the ties, so I have a tie for every. Aww. Yeah, for, I have a lot of Harry Potter collectible <laughs> items. <laughs> um, but I had this sweater already, so when I had my red hair, I was like, wait a second. I also have a Ron Weasley, like actual Ron Weasley sweater. Yeah, which is the like, R1, is that yes, right? It's yeah, like my prized cool. possession. I've wanted one since I was like 11 years old um but it's so and it's, itchy it's it's, like, it's well, the itchiest but i think that's the point and satin. I th- i've thought about that about like i guess i have to wear like a rash shirt. guard <laughs> i i kind of do that with like uh there's like little thermal shirts with the thumbs 
I'll wear like my uncomfortable oh, sweaters, yeah. but that are cute. I didn't know they were uncomfortable and I bought them. Yeah. Well, now we don't buy things that aren't comfy. Yeah. Well, you know, you buy something online from a thrift store and you're like, eh. Like the pleated skirt that's only half pleated? Yeah. That happened to me too. Y'all didn't okay. see it. Hold on. She has a really, really oh, yeah. cute Y'all haven't on. seen my whole outfit. Show, show your outfit. Here, how can we do that? Show. Yeah, this is this is the Patreon version. Hey. Okay. Hey. Cute. So, Here, I'll come with you. I don't. Has, like, a skirt. I don't know how much they can hear you. imposter syndrome with your job recently and then how you leveled up you literally like changed your yes. whole perspective on it and now you're killing it yes so i started this job um i used to work for a concrete company with my family uh doing payroll and accounts payable and it was just vastly slower like just the amount of work was not the same um, and I started at this new company as an accounts payable specialist and oh my God, y'all, it just, and also I've been told that the hiccups I've been running into with like different vendors is not, it's not the norm. Like this is new for me. Perfect for me. <laughs> All yours. Um, but I like, I remember I was training and, um, and I also felt uh, when I first started, I didn't realize like how hard it was going to be to start this new job and like the reality that I was walking away from a family company, which is like a whole thing. Um, and so I was like already having a stressful time training and um, I was just looking at this amount of work and I was like, I, I don't even know if it's possible that I can do this. Like this is just, a, this is wild. Like, is this even... But because when I do something, as we've talked about, like, which comes often from our parents and my mother is like, I want to be the best. I need to be the best at it. And not that I don't make mistakes or I don't want to make mistakes. I know that I'm going to, but like, I want to be the fastest and the best. And I want people to think I'm doing a great job. And like, and you want to finish everything. And I want to, uh, and I want to, I want to put a pin in it and I want to finish a project and I want to be done with whatever it is. But in this industry and in this type of position, like you're never done. Like by the time you're done with something, you're like already midway through the exact same project for the next month. Like it's just how it is. And I was like, really, I was having a hard time. Like every time I called her on the phone, she was like, how's work today? And I'd just be like, it's, you know, just, I'm just trying to f figure out how to do. This. And she finally was like, you know that you're not married to it. And even if you were, <laughs> and she was like being super supportive and being like, just not like you don't have to make it work. If you it's can not quit and not be a quitter. Yeah, exactly. And so she had that conversation with me and that kind of like shift helped shift my perspective. And I was like, okay, those things are true. Why am I still here? And I listened, I sat with my gut and I like pushed everything else out. And my gut was like, be you haven't even given yourself a chance. Like I was just telling myself I wasn't good at it 
already like i was just kind of like the scuba diving thing like you're just diving in and then you're like why am i not perfect at this yeah i really was i was like why am i not perfect at this and it was like you're training and wow way to be hard on yourself like you would need to have anyone else yes and um sorry my nose is getting stuffy um but i you know i i finally was just you know it's having a day we had a conversation she said those things and I was just like, I think I just, oh, and I went and had lunch with my old coworker and I was telling her the problem I was having. And she was like, that's when she goes, yeah, it's just always going to be like that. You just, you just got to make peace with like, you're never done with everything. It's just, it's just like a, just kind of flows. That's what it is. I was like, okay. And I went into work and we have like this keypad that you have to like enter to get in. And I walked up to the keypad and I put the key code in. And my brain just was like, level one. And I just walked in like, let's see what I can do today. And I was just like, I j- it just fully changed my perspective on like, this is a game. Like I, I, because I was telling her, I was like, I enjoy this type of work. What is stopping me from like enjoying this and like having fun doing it and, and being good at it. And I was like, oh my God, I'm in my own way. I I, I'm not believing in myself so much that I am keeping myself from being good at the thing I want to be good at. Shocking. Also, I feel like you just punched me in the face with that. <laughs> You're welcome. That feels like... You do have a bloody nose now. <laughs> I do. Yeah. Yeah. It's a bloody wisdom nose. <laughs> it's a wisdom nose. Yeah. But yeah, I think that we do that so bad. Like, that, that was part of my issue with the scuba diving thing, too, was, like... I was keeping myself from even having a good time because yes. I was so stressed about doing it perfectly and not just embracing the experience. Yeah. And like, it sounds like what you did was like, you went and like embraced the experience of the job rather than like the completion. Tax completion. Yeah. yeah. Because like, I'm not like a- life doesn't even work like that. Oh, no. like literally nothing. Yeah. Like nothing that we do doesn't lead to something else. Even if that thing is concluded, it all leads to something else. It's a game. There's always more and more levels. Do you remember? Oh, my God. When I was doing the scuba thing and I was in my in-between days, I was after my first scary day, but then I had the second day going and I was, like, super nervous that I wasn't going to do well. And so I called Liv and she goes, did you forget that you're in a video game? And I was like, yes. (laughs) Thank you for reminding me. And she was like, this is just your next level. You're just breaking through to your next level. And I was like... Oh my God, what was I thinking? I like forgot that this isn't yeah. like just a checkbox. Like this is like just another transformation and another yeah. level into the it's next great a, me. Yeah. And next great me. Yeah. yeah. And I feel like you, you had that moment or that's how you expressed it when you talked about when you went in and you had your little bloop, 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 bloop. Yeah. And, and I was like, game. oh my God. And it's interesting. Like, and it didn't make me, it didn't make me screw up less. You know, it did, it did make, it got me out of my own way and I went, I can do this. And it, it did make things, I took the pressure off myself and I was able to actually move faster in different ways. And then it also, like, when I do make mistakes, I just, I'm not beating myself up for them. You know, we all have those voices in our heads that are like, oh, really? Good job. Is that, is that how you're going to do this job? Is that... You want to raise it a year? <laughs> okay. Okay. This is real cute. Spend my money on something else. Like, oh, what? Um, and, you know, that that voice is there and you have to combat it. And, like, that voice. You have to. Yeah. You and have to. 
that voice has gotten so much quieter for me and like it really has that makes me so happy yeah it really has and like i'll hear it sometimes like and it's only when i mean it's only when i'm like really tired or i'm real like i really just pushing myself too hard well i'm on birth control so i'm not cycling so it, Mine is so bad. Yeah. Oh well, goodness. on the one week where it's like placebo week, I'm, I do feel like heavier, like a, a darker mess. The shadow week. It's shadow week. But... We call, um, for me personally, I, I call the two weeks before my period my shadow weeks because I wake up and feel like a whole different person. And that voice is. So you, strong. You, you said she drops in the driver's seat like a crazy woman. <laughs> For real. It's like Grand Theft Auto and they're like, yank her out. Yeah. Just hop in. She's like on the road like. <laughs> so is that voice completely gone now at work? No, I mean, no, it's not completely gone. Like I said, if if I'm just like, when you're not your best self, when you haven't been treating your body right or when you haven't been like in a good place or getting rest, a big thing for me is if I don't feel rested, that voice is very sneaky She's like very you know because you're just tired and you're like i ah, trying to do this and stuff your defenses are down you're, you're tired that's exactly so like my can... mind's not as in tune yeah. and it'll be like good job dummy and i'm like whoa hey yeah i have to be like oh no, i'm not dumb don't like, talk about my it's friend just like that yeah and I, I do i talk back to it i'm like you get good. out of here i've been talking back to mine and I am very grateful for that. And it that. doesn't make you crazy. No. Uh, talking to yourself does not make you crazy. I Just, talk to myself a lot. Yes. So good. much so that I know people walk in my office, they're like, what were you just saying? Because I'll sit at my desk and I'll be like, okay, so I need to I need to put in those invoices. Yes, I do. And there's like 90 of them and that's fine. But what I also <laughs> need to do and what might be more important is... I have to recalculate those. How important is that? Do I have 90 days? No, I have 60 days. Okay, so 60 days, but that's going to sneak up on me because I also have to do this. 20. Okay, so here's what. Got it. Got it. We've got it. And I know this is me planning. However, sometimes you do have to plan like a little. Just a little bit. Little baby bit. I mean, the chaos still comes into my office unwarranted, and I just handle those things as they come. And really. You're so good at chaos, though. It's you have such a great she's very like balanced in her nature when there's stressful situations going on i feel like you kind of like the trauma (laughs) thanks trauma thanks trauma (laughs) i'm prepared for this i didn't think about how my pumpkin is gonna have to dry before i do other parts well so right now i have a half black and half blue pumpkin and we'll see if anything comes of it and mine is like fall foliage yours is like fall mine is actually my high school colors i didn't mean to do that whoops (laughs) um could be a myriad i'm very disappointed with how i painted my pumpkin so far but it's okay (laughs) we'll get there see there's the failure jeez (laughs) i think i have a blue nose now Very good. Okay, thanks. <laughs> yeah, see, it even comes in pumpkin painting. I mean, yeah. immediately like you oh just my saw God. it real time. Yeah. Well, I wish I was better at this. Yeah, I wish I was better. At wow, pumpkin Rid- painting that I've done maybe three times in my life ever. This is the smallest pumpkin I've ever painted by far. Usually, I paint the big ones. Well, throw it out then. <laughs> yeah, it's so cute. It doesn't even count. It's, it's okay. adorable. It looks like. Um... I was trying to do a shadow week version and like a other oh, week version, like but right now it's just—it's drying. It's drying. It'll Give be it fine. time. It'll be fine. 
<laughs> so me too. Um, so let's see. I had a couple other things I mm-hmm. want to talk about. Um, well, we've talked about a lot of self-doubt and imposter syndrome. Yes. And I think self-forgiveness obviously goes hand in hand with that. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's something that I'm working on. And I think you've done a great job at and just in the last like year or so, year and a half. Um, and I'm very grateful for your support and always helping me um, learn to forgive myself and trust myself as well because I feel like I get a lot of, I, you know, I'm an external processor, so I, I'm mm-hmm. able to work yeah. through things best when I can talk them out. Yeah, and we like have soundboard. a lot of talks. Yeah, we definitely soundboard. And you're just so great at putting such a, a positive, fresh perspective that doesn't feel like false optimism it feels like yeah i'm not trying to like toxic positivity you no but i feel like you do such a great job of being like you just need to trust yourself forgive yourself or sometimes it's like hey don't talk about my friend like that yeah like your message when i sent the scuba diving i'm a failure i'm not a natural mermaid um you were like whoa 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 you literally were paralyzed from the neck down and you just sent me a video of you swimming with sharks in the ocean blue and i'm so proud of you and you're awesome and you said all these things and i was like Thank you. Those things are true. Yeah, but I wouldn't let myself think them. So yeah. some part of me wanted to sabotage that. I think that comes with, you know, being raised to self-harm in yeah. different ways. Yeah. And I recognize that it comes out in so many different ways, including, like, not allowing myself to see all the levels I've accomplished and the level I just accomplished. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. It's like you don't get perspective, right? Yeah. Oh, my God. You just made me realize something well my mom loved to say when when we were arguing when i was in you know younger than 18 was you don't have an opinion you're the child and so i was taught not to have perspective like the only voice that mattered was the voice that you know she gave me oh oh the only voice that mattered was an external voice and now you process externally oh interesting it is interesting it's like I have to externalize my own voice for it to matter. Right. Whoa. Yeah, because I can process I all can't. up in here. I if just I do, talk it in I here all the time. I, if I process only internally, I stay stuck in places for a lot longer. Yeah. But as, almost as soon as I can get them out, I start like working yeah. through them. It's like once you recognize your own voice, mm-hmm. because so 90% of the time she'll call me um, and like be working through something that happened or whatever. And, um, it, it's like I said, 90% of the time I'm not giving her new information. I'm not, I'm not. She's literally saying things to me and I'm like, so what you're saying is this? She's like, yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, it seems right. Holy, oh my God. That's what's happening. And I'm like, I think. I think you're right. That's what's happening. You're like, thank you. And I'm like, I just, I'm just here. I just repeated what I just, you just said. I just answered the phone call. <laughs> I'm like. That's what you said that so many times. You're like, I just answered and like listened. Yeah. And, and I then, just, yeah. yeah I just, re- yeah. I just. It's interesting. Sometimes you'll go, uh, uh, you're like, thanks for letting me know I'm not crazy. And like, that's kind of it, right? Like, I, she already knows the thing, like whatever the thing is. She already knows it. But because your whole life you've been taught your opinion doesn't matter, or like as women, we're like, you're crazy. Mm-hmm. She has to hear from someone else, not even like someone else. She just needs to say it out loud and have someone go, yeah, that's not wild. 
Yes. And then she's like, oh. I do that at physical therapy every week. Every time I go, I'll express something, and then he'll give me some scientific explanation for it or say something's normal or whatever, and I'll be like, thank you for validating my feelings. And he'll go, I'm not validating. That's just true. Like, I'm not validating. And I'm like, but you're helping me realize that it's not some, like, wild, crazy thought process. You know, it's just... Oh, my God. Can you imagine if, like, okay, validating your feelings, my brain was like, oh, can you imagine if you parked somewhere and then you went to into where you were and then you walked up and handed them your ticket and they were like, here, we validated your parking. You're like, I thought that's where I was. <laughs> and they're like, we didn't drive you there. We didn't park you there. We're just, that's so- we're just giving it to you for free. Whoa. Yeah. We're just saying, yeah, you came to see us. Like yeah, that's literally like, it. Yep, I'm not validating. I'm, you came to see me. Yeah. I didn't do shit with your parking. This is just a visual for you to have outside of your head that this is a real yeah. <laughs> event that happened. Yeah. Like you it's really not going to cost here. you anything. Yeah. yeah. Crazy. Ooh, interesting. Sorry. We'll go deep into analogies, y'all. But getting your parking validated means that the parking is free or cheaper. But yeah. like, so if you, if you take your thoughts to someone else and soundboard off them, it's less costly to you. <gasps> Whoa. Right. I just got chills. Yeah. yeah. Whoa. Internally, because you're like, I yes. need some, I just need someone to verify where I'm at. Yes. <gasps> yes. My brain is exploding right now. I like Absolutely. It. I like it. I do too. And I, I feel like that's exactly what happens to me because like, if I am really thinking about or working through something I like to talk about it as soon as possible. I don't like to sit on it because yeah. it feels like it's hurting me it's inside. Yeah. And that's like that's expensive for me because yeah. I've gone through so much internal and physical pain this year yeah. that I'm like I can't afford for this to like chip away at, you know, my emotional credits. <laughs> yeah. That makes me think of uh something that happened with you recently and um and it was just, like, a conversation you felt like you needed to have with someone to, like, close a chapter. Oh, yeah. And for me, and the way that I work, I was like, the chapter's closed. Just, like, like it's not, you you can, like, but for me, I was like, then you have to, like, open it back up and, like, whatever. Because um, this person wasn't reaching out either. It was just kind of this open door. And I was like, you just don't go to the door again. Just yeah. leave it alone. But she was like, no, I need to. I need to have a conversation, which seems like more emotional effort, but the reality is, is if I let it keep spinning in the my head, it's, yeah, inside. the emotional effort still ha- yeah. I'm still having that conversation, even yes. though I haven't had that conversation. <gasps> That's exactly what happens. It's really bad. And I, I had that recently. Um, I got into, someone said something that hurt my feelings and um, I was, do you need a drink? I got water right here. Oh, okay, cool. I have water. I'm so obsessed with this tea and I want to keep drinking it, but it's like the middle of the night and it's so much caffeine in it, but it's so tasty. Um, so I, I had a conversation recently with someone that they said something that really hurt my feelings and I felt like was out of line and I had a really big emotional reaction internally. Um, and I knew that there was nothing else to be said that was going to make it productive in that conversation. Yeah. 
But inside, I was saying so many things because I couldn't let it go because I felt like I had to say something. But all the things I wanted to say were coming from my ego. And they were like either wanting to hurt this person back or wanting to dissect more into why would you say that? Or why do you think that's okay? Trying to understand them. Yeah. And like, it's not going to happen. You know what I mean? And that in that particular instance, there was no point in continuing the conversation because I knew that 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 came from a place of ignorance and just the kind of person that they were. I just knew that it wasn't going to be productive. And they had checked out the conversation because they had uh-uh. said, I'm not saying anything else. I'm going to make it worse. And I'm like, well, you didn't even have to say that. There would be, <laughs> be no problem if you just not said What were you going to say that was going to make it worse? <laughs> exactly. I'm going to make yeah. shit up now <laughs> that you exactly. might say. <laughs> oh, my God, that's me. Yeah, <laughs> She's but... like, well, what was it, though? Yeah. <laughs> Do you think this is what they were going to say. I'm like, <laughs> like, I love, I always go, we are fully speculating at this point. Yeah. I'll like, she'll like, yeah, run into hypothetical land. And I'm like, hold on. Wait, we're literally just making shit up now to try yeah. to like assign a reason. Yeah. Now or you're assign sanity to somebody. Yeah. <laughs> we do that. We'll try to make things make sense. And guess what? Maybe that person just doesn't fucking make any sense. That's, like, oh my God. Maybe they're just being wild. I really like that saying yeah. assigning sanity to someone. I love that. It uh, also reminds me of the comedian you showed me the clip where he's like, it doesn't make sense. <laughs> make it make sense. Nothing makes sense. Nothing makes sense. Yes. Check yeah. if you have to pee. What was that? <laughs> what did we all just do? I don't know. That was such a good clip. I have to find that again. I wonder what his name was. Um, Yeah, that was really good. Uh, If anybody knows who that was, please plug it in the comments. I really want to find that video again. (laughs) The comments just below this pumpkin. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, that's definitely something we do is try to assign sanity to people or things. And guess what? The universe just doesn't make sense. That's what the gray area is. Yeah. I can't assign sanity to myself. No. I can't assign sanity to most thoughts. Or I will not (laughs) refuse to. Yeah. What kind of confines of sanity do we need to live in to have a good time in this world? No thanks. Oh, I had a really interesting... Ooh, let me share this with you guys. Share it. It's also kind of spooky. Ooh. Yeah, sort of. Um, So, y'all can hear me right now. I'm like... (laughs) um, And I'll I'll get all clogged up and um, my allergies are really bad. Uh, and it'll get where, like, I blow my nose, my ears will pop, and I'll get vertigo where the whole world goes. And I'm like, mm. whoa, that was a cool sound effect, though. Thanks. Uh, uh, we can do it again. Uh, uh, <laughs> hit me up. It's my other hobby. Um, I'm going to record label. <laughs> Wait, we should have a rap group. We already have a band. We have a band. We, we should, should have, have a rap, a rap group, group specifically. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, go ahead. <laughs> Boudoir beats. I don't know. We'll work, we'll workshop it. Um, but so I had this kind of weird experience and it was after, you know, we were talking a lot about we decide what our life is. And mm-hmm. we, you can manifest whatever it is you want if you just put your energy into it and um, I saw this other thing where this guy was like, it was kind of silly, but he was like, we're just meat robots. And he's like, <laughs> like every, everything that you're, you touch or whatever, it just sends signals to your brain. And then your brain tells you what things feel like. And it's like, we're just, Oh, that's so true. Yeah. And interesting. And I, so I was, I was getting ready for work. I blew my nose, my ear popped, my world spun. 
And when this happens, I don't know how long it's going to last. And it's kind of freaky deaky and I can't really walk and I have to like sit down where I'm at or like whatever. Uh, I, I have to like hold on to the furniture awful. and like get somewhere safe. Um, That's so dangerous. Yeah, I know. And uh, <laughs> so it happened in my bathroom and I popped my ear and my world's like, oh, and uh, I like, I put my hand on the, uh, the counter and the thought passed through my brain that was just like, you're in full control of your experience. Oh, I, I went, love that. And I went, oh, and I felt like, because when this is happening, this vertigo is happening, it makes me feel like the ground is unsteady. Mm-hmm. And I was barefoot and I have concrete floors in my house and in the bathroom I have them textured so it's not too slippy in there. And I said, the floor is sturdy. And I just like shuffled across the floor and felt the floor. I know the floor is made of concrete. Concrete is sturdy. I shuffled across the floor. I said, the floor is sturdy. And if the floor is sturdy, I'm standing on it. I'm sturdy. This is like this feeling that I'm feeling is just input that's not real. And all of a sudden, the whole room went and I swear to God, as soon as I thought it, I was like, this experience isn't real. What I'm standing on is real to me. And that's what I want to be real. And I shuffled my feet, felt the ground, and it went and my whole world righted and my ear popped out. And I was like, whoa. Could be timing, could be. Your power could be my power. I that's wait. This power. feeling that I'm feeling is input that's not real. I love yeah. that. Yeah, I was like, this input is not down. real. That's I, so good. Yeah, on the way here. Oh, that's so good, Liv. That I'm gonna think that every day. Yeah, I did it on the way here when I was on the phone with you. I was like, hey, I've I've been talking to people all day. Yeah, and I knew we were gonna do this podcast. I was like, let me. I'm going to get off the phone with you. Yeah, and I had 10 minutes before minute. I was going to be here. I was like, I just need a minute to like reset. Yeah. Got off the phone with her and my body's sore and it just didn't feel good. And I was like not feeling ready. And I put on a good song and I said, that input is not what I'm going to choose to feel. Ooh, and man, I was like, I know. Today. And I said, I, I don't it. want that input. I want this input. And I turned on a song that I really like. And I was like, I'm just going to sing this song until I feel how I want to feel. Yes. And by the time I got here, I was I felt good yeah, and like my body's still kind of sore but I was like I don't I didn't feel I was feeling like sick I was feeling like te- like yeah. ew I'm frail yeah I was feeling like so I, I don't want to do this yeah I was like I just got such a long day and then yeah. I was like that's not that's not the input I want that's yeah. not my input yeah why would I lock I'm not coding that in yeah <laughs> I love that yeah okay. yeah I think that's really good because we talk about programming our day and, yeah. like, programming ourselves and stuff like that. But something I really struggle with is just, like, intrusive, anxious thoughts. And right. I've had them so bad this week because I'm in my shadow week, which is where, you know, I've told you before, I'll wake up um, and it'll be PMS time. And I swear I will wake up and I feel like a totally different person. And I'm just like, oh, okay, here yeah. we go. And um, the biggest thing I struggle with during that time is just the voice that's so negative running mm-hmm. the show oh, yeah. and telling me all these things that aren't true that like none of my friends like me and I'm terrible at my job and you know I'm not cute and I'm depressed and like blah 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 you know and it, it's way so heavy and I was really struggling today because this morning I did my mirror work, which I kind of skipped for like the last couple of weeks because I was traveling. Right. And Feeling then, good, having fun. Yeah, I was having a blast. You're like, I don't want to mirror work right yeah, now. Yeah, I was like, no, I'm too busy for that. I'm swimming with sharks. <laughs> um, but 
I realized when I got back, it was right at the time that my shadow week started and I was really, really struggling. And today I spent some time like programming, like reprogramming myself and really looking in the mirror and stuff. And I was lacking like the correct words I felt like to, to tell myself. I was telling myself my positive affirmations. But I didn't know how to tell myself that what I was feeling wasn't me or what yeah. I, I didn't identify with that yeah and that phrase you said just now that and the feeling that i'm feeling is input that's not real i feel like is so yeah powerful yeah i'll be that. like um if i'm feeling if i get that heaviness like that depression like kind of sneaking in and trying to like make everything feel really really heavy and i know that it's not like linked to something that i need to be processing which i have obviously have you know lost my dad this year we're processing but i yeah a lot to process but if i feel like this is this is like a chemical thing this is like um this isn't this doesn't feel like it's coming from anywhere except some weird negative place Mm -hmm. and i'll like look at myself in the mirror and i'll just go that's not yours (gasps) oh god you're you're killing killing it today today. i'll just be like that's not that's i wouldn't that's not mine. That's not I don't mine. know where that came from, I but that not is not that. mine. I, I give it. no power to that. I'm not, and I'm not taking it with me like from here on out. And I'll be like, I, I want to feel so good. Much. So I'm just going to feel good. And like, it, it's not easy. And it's not like, Oh, that's we're, we're perfect now. But like something about looking yourself in the eye, which we don't do enough. You look yourself oh, really? in the eye and just, you tell yourself what's true. Yeah, you're in charge. Yeah, I'm in charge. charge. I'm in charge. I'm in charge. Yeah, you've been in charge for long enough. We're taking back the ropes. What I struggle with is like I'm very aware of this in my non-shadow weeks. I can handle it, and then somehow when I get into like that chemical change or that hormonal change or like a depressive state, it's like I don't even hear myself. I, I can't. I can't even find myself, it feels like. Oof. It's like I'm so just non-existent. And all that exists is like this, like literally everything is gray, like color is less saturated. And like the voice that I hear is so negative, And then I'm just like so tired. And then I want to isolate. Yeah. And the more I isolate, the worse it gets. But I know that I'll feel better. Like I was doing the same thing today where yeah. I was like, God, this is going to be a lot tonight after, you know, but I, and all, I was so excited to hang yeah. out, so excited to do this, Same. and I still felt that way. Yeah, we you know planned I mean? this. Yeah. We yeah. planned this Friday. You yes. know what? Let's do it. We're going to podcast, and then mm-hmm. we're going to wake up, and then we're going to have a best friend day the next day, and yeah. we're going to do, we're doing a skate room tomorrow. Yes, we're doing an escape And we're going to go to somewhere delicious to eat that yes. I haven't booked yet, but I will. Uh-huh. That's okay. It's fine. Yeah. It's an adventure. We'll figure it out. Yeah. We're in Texas. All you do here is eat. So. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, yeah, it's interesting. And then, like, as soon as uh, you got here, I have I felt I feel amazing. Like I haven't yeah. felt any of those things, you yeah. know. And it's really interesting. Um, I just feel like I still struggle with being powerful enough on my own without. Because like once I, you know, even the last few days I felt better just like talking to you, right? And, like, calling yeah. my aunt, and um, you know, I feel like once I'm able to kind of lose the crutch yeah, yeah. and or like introduce a new energy like it's yeah. like i'm stuck in this oh, like I got you, got you. this okay. swirl of energy um which this is something interesting i asked my physical therapist a couple of days ago because he he has people every hour for like all day 
and I, he like touches, touches them and stuff. And I was like, how do you not feel so drained by taking on other people's energy all yeah. day, every day? And he said it wasn't really an issue for him, which like I couldn't even like fathom. I was just like, what? You're literally touching people, taking on their energy. And I was like, I feel like, you know, I'll have times where if I'm with like a lot of clients in a short condensed time, I feel almost overwhelmed. Like I didn't, I didn't save anything for myself. And I just like took on, it's like we traded energies yeah, and I love their energy, but I also take on any like negative micro emotions or str right. struggles or stresses they're dealing with. Yeah. You're just pouring out your cup. Yeah, exactly. Giving away your spoons and, and all yeah, the other things yeah, we like to say about that. Yeah. All the power away. And, um, he was like, I don't know, maybe that's perception. And I was like, it's so simple. Yeah, like, like perception, perception is really everything. It is. It's that's not mine. God, it sounds so easy in theory. I know. You know, and it's so easy when I like tell my clients or tell other people. Yeah. You know, and empower other people. But yeah. internally, I, I think sometimes I struggle with that. What's really helping me is just like always bring myself back to the present moment and like telling myself the things I'm grateful for that I'm around me that I can even yeah. see. Um, or I'll go to like my favorites and my photos and like look at all the pictures and yeah. I'm really happy yeah. and I'll just feel really, like, really grateful. Um, so I, I wonder if for me it's like just a, a presence struggle. Yeah. Because Regrounding. I'm yeah. Yeah. Because I'm worrying about the future or the past or something. Oh, yeah. But it's, it's really fascinating to me how you've unlocked this like instant, like that's not mine. Drop. Like, yeah. Lunchables. <laughs> like I, I don't. I don't want to do that. That's not mine. Yeah. It's, it's been interesting. And it's like, uh, because I, I, you know, I bartended for a long time. And even before that, I picked up on people's emotions. Yeah. <gasps> Walk in a room and somebody's not feeling good. Oh it's like, yes, and you're like, oh, where's my happy? Yes. It's awful. Yeah. It's awful. Um, but I had, you know, and even bartending, I had to learn, I think that's probably where I started the journey of like, not like holding on to that stuff and saying like, Oh, I can't, I can't pour myself out to all these people. And then you, yeah. you do like bartenders. We, we talk about like, you know, we've got like two and a half feet in front of us, you know, mm -hmm. there's two and a half feet separating us, but like, it's, it's the wall of like your emotions and like, because people can think, Oh. You're a bartender, like ever. Your life is now. I have access to your life. Mm -hmm. You know, they they feel like they yeah. can ask you questions because you're friends. Like yeah. you build friendships and relationships with these people, and then like you're like, oh my god, I'm. You come here for an hour or two, like to spill out your day, kvetch and bitch and stuff, and then you leave. But like you've left me with all that. Yeah. And like I care about you. Yeah. <sighs> Fuck. Yeah. How do I handle that? Like, and. And when you go, when you just realize that you've already done them a great service by letting them give that to you mm -hmm. and realizing you don't have to carry it around. Yeah. You're like, thank you. And then when they walk away, you're like, but I don't, I mean, you remember it, but you yeah. don't have to like, I don't, I don't have to feel all of these things about it. I just had a epiphany and it was that, you know, and so, I hate to bring it always back to the parenting thing, but that's like where our development comes from. Yeah. But I was in a household where I was fully expected to feel and carry and fix the emotions of my parents and the whole household. Right. And I've carried that 
in every aspect of my life. Like if I know anybody feeling sad, even I'll just I watch people on TV and I feel so stressed for them. And, yeah. and like, oh, my God, I wish like I wish this person would eat because they look so like they're not doing yeah. well. You know you'll, what I mean? or, you'll message me or call me and be yes. like, have you seen whatever actress? And I'm always like, I'm so I mean, no, I don't them. know them by that name. I don't know. What are they in? Um, but she'll be like, I just, she's not doing good. And I always <laughs> I, think I like, want them to be okay. but it's, it's so interesting because like, I don't feel that like I don't. I will cry my eyes out watching reality TV because I'll just be, yeah. even though, even if I know it's dramatized yeah. or, or not even real, because I'll be so stressed about, or even a fictional character, like something can happen to a fictional character and I'll be so upset. Are you okay? Yeah. I'll be so upset knowing that somebody experienced that out there in the world and they're out there dealing with that. And then I like can't get rid of it because I'm yeah. so upset knowing that that's, happening yeah. it's really weird it's like this need to i don't know if it's a need to fix everything or feel everything or yeah. both well and um, maybe that's you think you can fix everything if you feel it you're like if i know how it feels whoa. i can access it and then fix it oh like, my god but you cannot. yes i think that is a thing because i've realized this several times but it's like i forget and then i'll realize it again later on um that like you know, I've said before, I th it's like I think life is an escape room and I'm just like always trying to solve all the puzzles. Yeah. And like sometimes puzzles are not meant to be solved. Yeah. Well, sometimes and I'm like, just... what happens when you get out? Yeah, exactly. Right. We don't know. Um, yeah. But I I think that I, I, it's like I'll never have days. One of my friends, Clayton, said this one time. He goes, do you ever have days where you're just not working on yourself? He was like, because it's like, you'll go to turn on a podcast and it's like a self-work podcast while you're editing, while you're emailing clients and blah, blah, blah. And he goes, you never just like watch anything just for entertainment. And I've tested myself recently because I pulled up just all these different podcasts or YouTube videos and every single matter, I assign something to it in my life that I go, oh, I need to work on that. Oh, I need to fix yeah. that. Oh, I remember that this happened to somebody. That's exhausting. I need to fix. Well, Yeah. <laughs> Why do you think I'm so tired and anxious all the time? <laughs> so yeah, and, and and I feel the same way with like a lot of my boudoir clients. It's like I feel this need to fix whatever it is, and yeah. I want to take it beyond my art and the experience I offer them. Mm -hmm. And like I gave them the piece of them and me and that experience and these lessons and whatever that I can give them. It's their their work to do with that whatever yeah. you know they want to do. And yeah, you're like, here, I'm passing out homework. Yeah. <laughs> and then it, it and, uh, some of them are leaving like, 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 that's not mine. <laughs> <laughs> my, my dog ate it. Yeah. I'm like, hot, weird. thanks. I want to stop trying to solve problems all the time. Yeah. But then I worry that, like, I'll... You know what? I don't know what I worry about. I'm just trying I'm to I'm going to worry about something. About <laughs> That's literally my brain. It's like, well, what would we worry about? What are we about? going to worry about today? Yes, exactly. If we don't worry, we'll be bored. Sometimes. You hate being bored. <laughs> oh, you know, when I got, I, I had a moment where I really made a breakthrough in meditation and then I got really into it because I'm kind of an all or nothing person. And then I got so <laughs> bored because I was so like out of the chaos that I spent like three days in a meditative state fully. And I was like, this is, this is boring. Yeah. Like, she called me and she boring. goes, I don't want to watch TV. I don't want to read anything. 
I don't want to listen to everything is too much. Yeah, it would like disrupt the meditative yeah. state. She's like, I don't have to, but I want to. <laughs> is that was I was like, what? I was like, just hang out in it. And you're like, but there's nothing to do. But more meditating. I don't want to meditate more. <laughs> I was like, I, I don't know. I don't know. I wonder if, I think I hit where in the surrender experience, experiment, where he, surrender experience? Surrender Surrender experiment. experiment. Um, Where he loves that place and always tries to get there. And I got there and I was like, there's nothing to do here. Yeah. Well, and in that book, right, he gets to that place and he finally gets there. And then um, another version of himself, like in his meditative state, another version of himself walks in and like shakes him. And he's like, something about you're not supposed to be here. Like, yeah this isn't it like this isn't how you do it and it's like being this good perfect meditative student it's not the point yeah get out like leave here yeah and he's like by you being in here like you're not actually doing the work you think you're doing type thing yeah like you're just in another box yeah yeah i remember that and that's interesting maybe i needed to go in and shake myself and be like you don't have to day here like you just yeah. visit a couple times a day <laughs> you're like here i am permanently <laughs> that's what i thought i was like oh i'm no. just a yogi Is or a buddha it's like to be calm it's horrible <laughs> not mad about anything <laughs> but now i'm trying sort to get of. back into that place before bedtime because i'm ha- i'm having terrible nightmares I think I'm having them because I'm in my shadow week. So I definitely get like I have a lot more nightmares and less sleep during that time. But every night this week I've had nightmares. And I I actually asked myself today, I was like, you know, people will Google like how to make yourself dream or how to make yourself remember. Yeah. What if I tried to stop dreaming? Would that be bad? No. Because I think I would I don't think be so. a lot Not an expert, stressed. but apparently no one is. <laughs> <laughs> True. I mean, that's what's so crazy. I did a lot of research on um, the science of dreams and memories last year, and there is so little data yeah. on those two subjects. It's fascinating. And I just feel like I shat on, like, a whole slew of people who, like, are, are like try to be expert on dreams, are experts on dreams. I'm sure there's... We're not hating. We're just surprised that we're not further along. Not because of you, just because we know so many things about other things. Right. And we have these brains in our heads, and we dream every night, and we constantly collect memories, and yet there's such little information on how those things work and why we do them. Yeah, and what it means. And I I feel like, I just feel as though my perception is that, you know, People want to say everything you dream means something, and I just don't. I don't subscribe to that. No, someone just texted me today because I, I I had nightmares three days in a row, and then I texted my friend that I had a nightmare about, and I was like, "Hey, can you, you tell okay? me you're okay? Because I just had this crazy dream." And he was like, "Dreams are just brain nonsense." And yeah. he said, "I wouldn't waste any time of your consciousness worrying about yeah. when you were asleep." But what I struggle with is. I feel I go into an adrenaline state, a chemical state. I'm I'm very emotionally disrupted, and I can tell in the middle of the night when I wake up to pee, yeah. I've been emotionally disrupted. And in the morning, and then I have the hardest time shaking it off, and it feels like I'm almost stuck in that state. Yeah, I have I have dreams that affect me in that way. That like you know the feeling you can't shake. You're like, you know, like whatever it is, mm-hmm. it's a sexy dream. You're like, oh, it's kind of sexy all day. <laughs> <laughs> it's 
sometimes. And uh, or like, I wish I had more sexy dreams. They're so rare these days. They're interesting though. Like, I feel like often my sexy dreams are never like. Oh, that was just sexy sex with someone I'd like to have sex. It's no, never it's that. Random. It's like, that had nothing to do with sex, but it felt like sex. <laughs> Why was that sexy? Huh. And then you sit with yourself like, what's wrong with me? What's right with me? I don't know. And then, but like, it's brain nonsense. It's yeah, just your brain is. is filing shit away. Maybe you are horny. That's also fine. Like, yeah. it's just filing shit away. And it's just putting all this other knowledge together at the same time. And it's like, here's a story. Yeah. Interesting. And I I think I agree on the sexy things that aren't sexy but feel like sex dreams. I've definitely had those. Yeah. I also think it's interesting that, like, I've always had extremely vivid dreams. I've always had dreams that I feel like I can't get out of when I'm in them and they're vivid. And they're, like, I rarely have good dreams and rarely have had good dreams. And since I was a little girl, I always had night terrors. And I would Mm -hmm. wake up, like, screaming and... um, they were always just like felt so real and i wonder if like that's anxiety trying to like give itself a visual and it can't sure. give itself a visual when my eyes are open so it's like when they're closed yeah. it's like now's my time to shine <laughs> and so Been waiting all day for this yeah and it just like makes up things cuz it's like but you're supposed to be worried yeah. here's something here's something you're worrisome worrisome yeah yeah i don't know it's interesting i i would like to find a way I do, like, bedtime affirmations, and I try to, like, picture my best life, but somehow, as I'm going to sleep, crazy intrusive thoughts will happen, and I feel like that's my brain, like, foreplaying itself into nightmares. <laughs> and I'm like, this doesn't even feel good. <laughs> <laughs> what are we doing? No thanks. No are thanks you experienced? <laughs> you are. I don't do want you it. have low mileage? <laughs> Can you tell them about the guy that compared okay. him like, to mileage on a car? Y'all. So, <laughs> the, I've I've alluded to this conversation a couple of times now in this in this cast, um, but <laughs> whatever you call it, podcast. Um, I <laughs> and he was doing this thing where he was like, "I'm just gonna tell you." all my shit up front because I don't want to waste each other's times, which I know everybody out there already has an opinion on that phrase itself. Um, But, you know, I just want to waste each other's time. Um, And this is us not having even really talked about like what, what we're even doing and uh, what we want. And um, he was like, here's all the the shit and the problems with me and like things I've struggled with in the past, which cool. It was interesting conversation. He was really good conversationalist. Very funny. Like it was an interesting conversation, but he gets to this point where he goes, um, he was like, uh, man, I've told you a lot of bad stuff about me. Let me, let me give you some good stuff. So, uh, <laughs> haven't had sex in about a year. So there's that. And, um, just in general in that department, I'm pretty low mileage. Yeah. I'm low mileage, uh, clean bill of health. And so nothing to worry about there. Uh, yeah. And you know, you know, you know, I, I'm probably like, you could tell, you could, you could say I'm like a Tesla. <laughs> like low mileage Tesla not one of the high end ones but like you know like an entry level Tesla and I was like there's so much to unpack there <laughs> and I didn't say that I just my brain was like don't we just don't even need to go there I was there. like I don't need to go there I've been there I've 
you know, I've been it's there. This is a very familiar place. It's a familiar place I've been in before. I've been like, oh, that's nice. That's so nice. Let me. No, don't, don't do it. Don't, don't date someone who equates their low mileage in sex uh, to their worth. Because no. if your mileage is higher than their mileage, yeah. no. Oh, it's oh, just. No. no, I think it died. Oh, did it die? Die. Probably, but I have oh. another battery. Hold on. Pause. Pause. My well. It's we're still recording. Are we? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Our our audio still goes. So y'all oh, that's y'all lost I visual. Okay. Um. So yeah, just don't date a guy who like assigns his low mileage sex to his worth because he'll do the exact same thing to you. And if your mileage is higher than his mileage, which he's gonna ask because he he just like spilled his on <laughs> your face, but he probably won't. You know what I mean? Also, week week. Um, like, he's gonna do that, and it's gonna be a fucking problem, because somebody told him that, ha- you know, not having experience or, like, saving yourself or whatever is, which, what I mean, whatever, just not, not for me. And, uh, like, I, you know, it immediately was like, this is gonna be a problem. Like I said, I've been in that relationship, and it has been a problem, and I went, man, you were interesting. <laughs> This this conversation was going well, uh, and was, th- was and there were some other like questionable, troublesome things. But I was like, well, old me, like I said, would have would have uh, continued that conversation just even for entertainment, which is also not great. I mean, and um, you oh. don't owe anybody. Yeah, she she's just saying you don't owe anybody. Whatever she was saying. <laughs> trying to finish sentences over here but like we don't you're, you're right i well you also didn't owe them i didn't owe him reciprocal information yeah. yeah i did not owe him y'all can't see it but <laughs> I, <just did> it. <laughs> I love you um anyway our camera died so, so hopefully i'm gonna pick my did. nose and <laughs> it's gonna actually not have died <laughs> Whatever, but y'all. This was, you know, what? I like, I like that the camera died. It's like a spooky ending. Ooh, so spooky. It's a little paranormal. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I don't know if we'll like get copyrighted on that. That was the um, Twilight theme song. We can't show you the final results of our pumpkins right now. I don't feel bad about it because mine's not that good. But I love your side eye fall pumpkin. It's yeah, beautiful. Yeah, it uh, turned out to be kind of foliageish. It, it is foliageish. I like it. Uh, it's uh, I it has track. It's like a Batiste. And put it on your counter. I will. You know, my I went home the other day and there was a pumpkin in the yard and I said, Mom, did you buy pumpkins? And she goes, What? And I was like, I immediately knew she did not buy pumpkins because I no. She's gonna buy reusable decorations. We're not like that. And she there's a whole ass pumpkin in the yard and I don't know I don't have many neighbors, y'all live in the country, so there's like four possibilities and our dogs stole their porch pumpkins. <laughs> And I was like, they're like, this is mine. Yikes. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> One of the dogs has been bringing home all kinds of Halloween themed <laughs> prizes. <laughs> yeah. It's... Well, that was sweet of them to think of you. I just think it, she just likes the season. <laughs> it's for her. Wasn't Which on dog? my front porch. Oh, Balio. She's our youngest oh, dog. Yeah. It's my mom's dog. Cute. Yeah. She just like bringing stuff. You're like, oh, thanks. I think. <laughs> I'm like more excited for pumpkin season than usual and probably just because I don't know just seeing them all of a sudden makes me happy like it was like the other day I was like because they're orange yeah (gasps) 
I didn't like orange before this year. Oh my God, you're so right. I have a new appreciation for fall and autumn and everything seasonal because yeah. it's in orange and yellow colors. It. Yeah, I used to not like orange and yellow and now I love it. Yeah. Um, I have to pee so bad. I am so tired. Okay, guys. So this was super fun. <laughs> it really was. <laughs> I shut the shit down. The camera literally broke on our asses because yeah. it was like, y'all need to stop. Um, so this was amazing. I think my ADD struggled a little. Oh, I just put this camera battery in paint. That's great. Um, I think my ADD struggled a little bit with having crafts and tasks and so many pieces and really intriguing conversation and a list I wanted to try to follow but I feel like can't be real with you though yeah I think it went so well <gasps> really? yeah oh. I haven't seen it I'm not we're gonna rewatch it but like I yeah. it just uh, well it and I, you're so my best fun. friend I love talking yeah, to you but like, I just thought it was really cool and I liked had... you having a list and I yeah. loved pumpkin time that was a lot of fun pumpkin time was fun I hope that um Maybe next time, if it's a season uh, type vibe, whenever we record, we can, can find. Can it. I can I do the next themed craft? Yes. Yes. Okay. I, I already know what I want. At to Christmas, see. we could decorate cookies yes. while we're here too. But oh. I didn't know if that was your idea. That I have. Had. It's not. But we can also. We should do. Yes, we're yes. gonna do. We'll do two crafts. One will be cookies. We'll eat those and then do the other craft. The other yes. craft is very easy. I love it. Yeah, I'm excited. Cool. Yay! Yay. Well, thank you all so much for being here yeah, and joining us and being our friends and listening to our stories. And I hope that you were able to relate to some stuff today and hopefully, um, you know, feel a little bit less alone because this whole podcast and everything that we talk about is to talk about our divine experience, to talk about just our life experience while we're here, the quality of life that we have and what we can do to better that and just really connecting because connecting is, I think, what makes all experiences fulfilling, yeah. especially just like our lives in general. Um, so do you have any last words? No. Uh, yeah. Wait. Yes. The answer is yes. Um, just don't forget that not everything is yours to carry. Yes. To, to let that shit go and you are the master of your reality. Yes. And not everything is a problem to solve. Yeah. Just let it go. It's you're cool. killing it. You're great. You're beautiful. You're, you're beautiful. With makeup, without makeup. You're beautiful. You're beautiful. <laughs> stay spooky. Stay spooky, my friends. And um, remember to stay in your power, to stay in your higher god or goddess and just really embrace your divine energy because you are loved and we're here supporting you no matter what is going on in your life or how you're feeling about yourself today we're here to remind you that you're awesome so thank you so much and we'll see you again soon bye, bye. <laughs>